you know, it seems like over this last year, with everything been happening, we've lost a lot of our purpose for God, and we need to regain that again. My themes from Jeremiah 21:11 again, for I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Plans He has for us. He has a purpose for every one of us. You may think there's nothing for you to do, uh, that you have no goals in life. I'll guarantee you do, because God gives us those goals and those purposes in life. I'll begin with an A.W. Tozer quote. He said, not only are we created in the image of God, but we have a God-given purpose for living. Life is not randomly wandering until we run into death at the end. We are called to live on purpose. Again, he said, not only are we created in the image of God, but we have a God-given purpose in living. Uh, for life is not randomly wandering until we run into death at the end, but we are called uh, to live on purpose. We have a purpose for God now, and we'll have a purpose on God at the end as well. And I, must, I once asked a man, I said, do you know where you're going when you die? He said, yes, sir. I'm going to Wilkinson Wiseman Funeral Home. I said, no, I really meant beyond that. He said, oh, well, I guess I'll go to Maple Hill Cemetery. I said, no, even beyond that. You see, the purpose we have in this life really develops and, and determines where we'll be at the end. And Nothing determines it more than knowing what the value of the purpose that we have is. Now, if I hold up a dollar bill on one hand and a hundred dollar bill on the other hand, you know the difference in value. If I hold up a rubber band in this hand and my wedding band on this hand, uh, that's a great bit of more value to the wedding band because of its uh, uh, you know, emotional, internal value. And uh, same thing for Je Jesus. Jesus, if I tell you I have Jesus in my life, his worth is far beyond anything that I can describe. Jesus is worth it all in living. He is worth it all in our dying, and he's worth it all in the furtherance of the gospel as well. So when you think about the purpose for God, not only think about what his purpose is for you and what his worth is for you, but think about what your purpose is for him and what your uh, worth is for him as well. We're going to examine today out of this passage of Scripture beginning in the 20th verse. We're going to examine uh, and look at ourselves as our, is our purpose worthy of living do we have a purpose worth to jesus in dying and do we have a purpose that's worthy of jesus even in the furtherance of the gospel so let's pray and begin to look at verse number 20 again lord this time i just want to ask you dear lord to cleanse our heart and our minds to look in your word today open your word to our heart lord in jesus name amen Verse number 20, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness and always and now also Christ may be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. For me to live is Christ, for me to die is gain. But I live in the flesh that is in the fruit of my labor, yet what I shall choose I will not. For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. 
Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. Uh, and having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and the joy of faith, that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by the coming to you again. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. And whether I come to see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that I may stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. And nothing, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation, that of God. For unto you it is given on the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but to also suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here to be in me. Key verse, verse number 21. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Purpose number one is this. A worthy purpose in living. Remember, he says, for me to live is Christ. And then in verse number 20, as he begins this few verses that I read, he says that in nothing I shall be ashamed. In nothing I shall be ashamed. I mean, it's kind of like when we accept Christ as our Savior. Whether you like it or not, your life is an open book. People are reading you, especially the lost. They're reading you page after page, sentence after sentence. They're watching your life to see how you respond to things, to see how you live, and to see what you talk, and does your walk line up with your talk. Think about this. What happens if you're laid out, your body's laid out at Wilkerson Wiseman Funeral Home, and as everybody comes around, and they look at your body in that open coffin, right in front of that coffin, there's a big, thick book, and in that book is the chapters of your life. And as people come by and look at you in that coffin, your body, they begin to flip the pages of that book and they read what you said and what you've done and they kind of review your life through the chapters, the sentences, and the words of that book. Would you be ashamed? Paul says, I will not, I shall not be ashamed. He was bound to determine that his worthy purpose in life was his living for Jesus Christ. He said, I will not be ashamed. So much so that he said in verse number 27 that I will live it with all boldness. Now, boldness is the fact that we have confidence and we're not afraid of something. That's boldness. When we accept Christ to have a worthy life for him, we are not called to live a timid lifestyle. We are called to live an outward, powerful lifestyle that is powered by the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's like the fact if we step up in our life for Christ and for the church with boldness, God gives us that power to be able to speak, to be able to act in the way that we need to, to live a worthy life for Christ Jesus. Also in verse number 20, he says, I live my life so that Christ will be 
magnified. Now, magnified, if you've ever had a kid that had a magnet, mag, you know, some sort of, we call them mag, magnified lenses, whatever, they can, or you're like me, you wear contacts that magnify things or glasses that magnify things. It brings things in and makes it bigger. Well, when he's saying Christ is magnified in my life, he's, I'm making him bigger. I'm showing him in a light that others could not see if I did not enlarge him in my life. I'm not lifting up myself in what I do. I'm not lifting up myself in what I say. I'm not lifting up others in what I do or say. I'm not living up, uh, lifting up sports or leisures or anything like that. I'm lifting up Christ above everything else. It's kind of like some people can't see Christ because we're blocking his view. They see us bigger than life more than they do Christ. When we live a life worthy of Christ Jesus and our purpose in life, people can see Christ magnified in our life. Then in verse number 21, that's where he says, for me to live is for Christ. In other words, I want to promote Christ in what I live. How, on my job, in my school, wherever, I want to promote Christ. Then verse number 25 says, I want to live for the believer's influence and the joy of peace. Paul knew what his advancing purpose in life was. He knew there that it was, it was to show others the life of Christ through his life. Anything less than showing Christ in our life is a detriment to Christ Jesus. So we are to show him in everything that we do. So purpose number one is to live a life worthy of Christ. I want to be worthy in living. I want to be worthy to the Lord and that I will please him and satisfy him. I want to be worthy to others that I will serve others as Christ would have served others. <clears throat> and I want to be worthy to myself where I can lay down at night and have a peaceful conscience knowing that everything's right between me and the Lord Jesus. Matthew 6:33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek you first what? Yourself? No. Seek you first what? Your pleasures? No. Seek you first the kingdom of God. So that's purpose number one is to have a worthy purpose in living for Christ Jesus. Purpose number two is to have a worthy purpose in dying. A lot of people don't like to talk about death. It's not a, it's not a popular issue, but Paul says it differently. In verse number 21, he says, to die is gain. Now, gain means it is better, okay? It is far better in eternity than what it's here. If you are living your life here thinking that you're going to go to heaven to sit on a cloud day after day and strum a heart, harp, go by yourself. I'm not going, okay? I do not want to go to up in the sky and get on a cloud and strum a heart throughout eternity. I want to enjoy Christ throughout eternity. I want to see what he's got laid up for me. I want to experience, I mean, if I can experience his blessings here like I experience, I can't imagine what it is to experience God's blessing in a place that he has, he has went away to prepare exactly, specifically for you and I. And if you think this is the best that's ever going to be in this life, you don't know. 
Jesus pretty well tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, 19 through the writing of Paul, he says, I have not seen, ears have not heard what Christ has in store for his own. You want to hear that again? I have not seen and ears have not heard what Christ has in store for his own. Hallelujah. That's wonderful. So he says to die is gain. Then you go to verse number 23. He says, I'm caught in the middle. Have you ever been caught in the middle on something? He calls it betwixt. That isn't even an East Tennessee word. I don't know where he got that. But he said, I'm betwixt. I'm caught in betwixt. I'm caught in the middle. You know, we Christians, we're actually caught in the middle. We're caught living in this world for Christ, and we're caught in the fact that over here is eternity, which is far better off. And we're right smack dab in the middle. And if our eternal hope lies only in this world, uh, we, we are of, most, of men most miserable as God says, as the Bible says, uh, non-Christians are caught between two worlds. Did you know it? They're caught between earth and hell. They're caught between living in this life and eternal damnation in a place that's called hell. Now, many Christians seems to dread dying. I don't think they've read the book because uh, the book tells us how it's so much better. Now, it's good to live here. You know why he tells us we live here? To be a blessing to others. That's what he's saying here, isn't it? I mean, he says to live is for Christ and to die is gain. He said the reason I live in this flesh is so that it's because it's more needful for you. It's more needful for me to preach the gospel to you. It's more needful for me to share to you. It's, it's more needful for me to be a light for him right now. But he said there's coming a thing. For me, the best is yet to come. And that is heaven itself. And, and, and I'm telling you right now, when it comes to the end of my life, I want to finish well. I know a lot of people. I know preachers. At least they call themselves preachers. And they preach the gospel. And they pastored churches. And then they backslid and went off to meet God backslid in their sins. I thought, man, what a detriment to their dying experience. I'd like to die with the praise of God on my lips. I'd like to die with a vision of heaven in front of me. And that's, he says, I, I want to finish well. I want to be worthy in living so that I'll please God. I want to be worthy in living so that I'll serve others as Christ would. I want to be served in living that I'll have a peace of mind to be satisfied that my relationship to the Lord's all right. But I also want to live a purpose worthy of dying. I want a faith so strong at the end as it was at the beginning. As a matter of fact, I'd like to have a faith stronger at the end than it was at the beginning. So I want to be worthy in my dying to the Lord. I also want to be worthy in my dying to others. I want to be a witness. I want to be an influence of what I've left behind, that it has influenced someone else to put their thought on eternity. I also want to die in a fact of myself that I'm satisfied with my eternal hope that is in Jesus Christ. I want to be like Paul said in 2 Timothy 4, 7. I've fought a good fight. I have kept, I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Hallelujah. I want to have a worthy purpose, not only in living, but also in dying. I also want to have a worthy purpose. Now, a lot of us Christians forget this. I want to have a worthy purpose in the gospel. 
You see, he says in verse 27 that he wants a conversation, which means a walk, as it becometh the gospel. He says, I want a walk in my life that will further the gospel message. What is the gospel message? Gospel means good news. In the letters to the Corinthian church, Paul says it's the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the best news of all. So he says, I want to live a, a life that I will attempt to share the gospel with others. Uh, that's a good reason to be here, is to share the gospel with others. Uh, a life that will carry with it the opportunity to witness to others. A person who goes through their life without sharing the gospel message, I don't understand. I do not understand if, if what the Bible says is true. Do you believe the Bible is true? If what it says is true, that the greatest gift we have is the gift of eternal life, which is through Christ Jesus. If that is the greatest thing that's ever happened to you, why don't you tell somebody? I mean, you know, if we get a brand new car, we're going to go down the road and show it off. I never will forget years ago, I had a white Ford Explorer, and it was getting worn out, so I went down, traded at the dealership, and got another white Ford Explorer. It tore my daughter up. She was in college. She said, Daddy, why'd you do that? I said, well, I, I, I like the car. I got me another one. She said, yeah, but you traded in a white Explorer and you got another white Explorer. Nobody's going to know you got a new car. Well, you know, a lot of us walk around and nobody knows we got a new life in Christ Jesus, do they? We look the same. We act the same as we did before. So we need to let our conversation further the gospel. It's the hope of others. And he said in verse number 21, we do that by one spirit. It's not you got a spirit over here and I got a spirit over here. No, we got one spirit, Christ Jesus, that allows us to further the gospel and not be wrapped up solely in us. He also says in that same verse that we do it with one mind, a mindset to for the truth of the gospel, not to shut him out. Because understand, our mind is either a stronghold for Satan or it's a fortress for the Lord. So we make up our mind how our mind is going to react. So I want to live a life worthy also to the gospel, to the Lord. I want to please him in glorifying him. I want to live a gospel that's worthy to others, how that I can share the good news with others. I want to live a life worthy of the gospel to myself, where I can be like Paul, that is a workman approved unto God. Uh, Romans 1.16 said, The gospel of Christ, the power of God, is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. If we believe that the gospel message is the power of God into salvation, then we need to be sharing the gospel message with others. So I want to be worthy in life, worthy in death, but I also want to be worthy for the gospel here. To the Lord, uh, I want to know him without a shadow of doubt in my mind. To others, I want to share that good news with others, the confidence and the surety that I have in Christ. To myself, I want my allegiance pledged to him. Now, in kind of summing this up just a little bit, I need to be living for the one who is worthy 
and taking his purpose worthy in my life. I need to die for the one who was worthy for me to live for and die a worthy death for him. I need to further the gospel, not living out it for myself, but spreading it with others that others might hear and receive Jesus Christ. But in order to do this, listen, in order to live a life of purpose, in order to die with a life of purpose, in order to share the furtherance of the gospel in your life as well, you first and foremost need to take an examination of your life. Now, I want to share a story of you with you that happened two weeks ago in my life. Nobody, Donna wasn't with me, thank God. Nobody I knew was with me, so I didn't embarrass them. I only embarrassed myself. I go into Cash Saver's store to pick up a few things. I go by to pick up my favorite I pick up a bag full of bananas. I think they got the best bananas around, okay? They're green. I like them green. So I go get me a bag full of bananas. Then I go and get a carton of eggs. Then I go over and get me a carton of milk. Then I go down, and we're out of cheese, so I get me a bag of grated cheese. I like cheese on my eggs in the morning, so I get me a bag of cheese. Now, I'm doing real good. I've got my eggs under one arm. I've got my milk carton jug in my hand. I've got my, uh, you know, everything else in this hand until I decided I wanted to shift the milk carton. I shifted the milk carton under my arm, and it fell. Six to eight feet out went milk. It busted. I made a mess. A woman standing beside me looked at, at me like, I can't believe you did that. The stock woman was behind me stocking some butter. She looked at me like, this is, I'm disgusted. Now I've got to go get a mop and clean your mess up. Well, I'm standing there. She goes back in the back to get a mop to mop up my mess. And I thought, you know, sometimes we make a mess in life, don't we? We go through life and we don't live the purpose God's given us and it leads toward death, and we probably won't die that purpose, and we're not furthering the gospel like we should. We're just going through life, and we just make a mess. And it's time to stop and clean up on aisle five. It's time to look at our life, not expect the stock lady to clean it up, but it's clean it up herself. And not, I mean, you understand how it's affecting other people? You should have seen the disgusted look on that woman's face beside me when that milk barely missed her foot. I mean, people around you get disgusted with your life where you're claiming to be a child of God and you're making a mess out of it. So when we look at that, we have to understand here that it's time to stop and to take an examination of our life and maybe clean up some of our beliefs, clean up some of our lifestyle that we have so that we can live the gospel with purpose. And, 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 and as we take an examination... I pray that we can live it worthy of the Lord. I pray that we can die worthy of the Lord. And I pray more than anything that we can further the gospel for Jesus Christ. I hope you get a little bit out of the fact that we need to live a purpose worthy of Christ Jesus. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you, dear Lord, for your life and your death and your love for us and your example for us. And God, that gift that you gave unto us, which is priceless, of no value, of extreme value that we cannot place a price on. 
God, let us, worthy of a life, worthy of us, let us find a purpose that we can live that will be the best for the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen. We trust that God has blessed you with this message from His Word. Each week, these sermons are made available in video and audio formats. If you want to watch our weekly sermon and Sunday School videos, you can find them on our YouTube channel. Just search in the search engine for Portland General Baptist Church. Subscribe to the channel and be sure to hit the notification bell so that you're notified when a new video is posted. For audio, you can subscribe to our podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and others. You can also find these audio recordings on our website, free to download. Just visit www.portlandgbc.org. That's www.portlandgbc.org. Until next time, stay safe and may God bless you.